Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to USA Wealth Group's Money Wise radio show with Ray Lance. He's our money guy. He's also very, very dedicated to helping you protect the most important things in your life, your family, your family's assets, things that you have worked so hard. Ray Lance is here to help you protect that. And Ray, it's always a pleasure to be in your company. Good Sunday morning, Phil. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. And a distinct pleasure to be with you this morning, as always. Uh, We're excited because there are a lot of interesting things happening in our business, in our industry. And it's a very interesting time for people in general to take a look at what's really important to you in your life. What are your values? What's valuable to you? Typically, for most people, it's your family. You want to protect your family, number one. You want to protect your health, obviously. And you want to protect your money. And that's what we're all about at USA Wealth Group. We're going to talk about something a little bit different today, but it does relate, and I'm calling it senior core values, Hmm. or core values in general for people of any generation in any age, because if you are younger and you're listening today, you need to think about what is your present, but also what is your future? What's important to you, and if you have things in your life that are important to you, such as your family... What are your plans? What are you doing to protect your family? And it really boils down, ladies and gentlemen, to what are your own personal core values? If you've been listening to the show in the past, you know that I've talked from time to time about the the Marine Corps and my time in the Marine Corps, for example. Uh, That's a value that's very important to me. My time that I spent there was very important. They teach you pride. They teach you discipline. They teach you honor, brotherhood, loyalty, all those very important things things that get us through life. And in my family, as I've mentioned in the past, I have four generations who have served in the Marines. My grandfather in World War I, who fought in Europe against the Germans in the trenches. My dad spent 20 years in the Marine Corps, both in World War II and in Korea, where he received the Purple Heart. And then I spent six years in the Marine Corps Reserves, and my son Peter spent six years in the Marine Corps Reserves. And they teach something to you when you go through Marine Corps boot camp or any similar experience. You don't have to have served in the military. But during life, we learn about certain things that are very important and help shape who we are and who we become. You know, Phil, you've spent a lot of time talking to a lot of interesting people. And one thing I've observed uh, listening to you on the radio and watching you in person is that you treat every single person you meet with respect. And it is so important. And it's, it's, a, it's a core value, if you will, that's really lacking in much of society today. So you have to remember the things that you've learned in church or in synagogue or in Sunday school. You have to treat people the way you would like to be treated. That's right. Ray, uh, also thank you and your entire family for knowing the core value of what's important, protecting and serving our nation. Thank you, because you get it. You know, when it comes to core values, you get it. Well, core values are something that we need to teach more of our Ah. politicians uh, as well. Now you're asking for miracles. (laughs) uh, I suppose you're correct. But I'm going to talk today about um, a very uh, short little book. I'm going to commend it to anybody, whether you've served in the military service or served in the Marines or not. And it's a very skinny little book. I've actually read it probably three different times over the years. It's called 
core values, but it's spelled C-O-R-P-S values. And the subtitle is Everything You Need to Know I Learned in the Marines. How interesting. And it's by a gentleman named Zell Miller, who was a former governor of Georgia. That's where I know the name. Mm-hmm. And very interesting man, uh, very outspoken but he wasn't afraid to let people know where he stood on issues. There was never any political ambiguity about this man. I mean, politicians today are the master of disguise. and They don't tell you the truth. A lot of them, unfortunately, I mean, there are some good politicians. Yes, yes I, of I can't course. put everybody in the no, same no. bucket. But right. too many of them have what I would call chameleon skin. Great. Yep. They change color as the situation warrants. And, um, yeah. But um, Zell Miller was a politician, but he was an unusual breed, and he was raised by a single mom. And during his lifetime, when he was in his very early 20s, um, he woke up in jail one morning after having been drunk and carousing and realized that he needed to make a change in his life. And that was back in 1953. He had been out drinking the night before. He had sideswiped a car. Um And he was 21 years old, and when he woke up in the morning, he realized, I've got to do something different with my life. Guess what he did? Joined the Marine Corps. Joined the Marine Corps, (laughs) absolutely. He went down to Paris Island. Maybe that was a judge's suggestion. (laughs) It might have been. You either go to jail or you go to the Marine Corps. But uh, an interesting man, and and I love this little book that he wrote. It's it's probably only five-eighths of an inch thick. And if you want to read an interesting book sometime, I think everyone can benefit from it. It's called Core Values, Mm -hmm. uh, C-O-R-P-S Values, and it's by Zell, Z-E-L-L, Miller. What are some of the highlights in it? Well, I'm glad you asked because we're going to actually talk about some of the highlights. Um, We're going to talk about some of the things that he's written. It's got Mm -hmm. 12 chapters. Some of them are only two or three pages. Some of them are four or five or six pages. It's a short book. Uh, neatness, punctuality, brotherhood, persistence, pride, respect, we've just talked about, shame, responsibility, achievement, courage, discipline, and loyalty. What a list. And these are all the things that he said that he learned in the Marine Corps. So this is not a show just about the Marine Corps, but it's to talk about core values Mm -hmm. and how do some of these core values apply to your own personal life, and how do they impact some of the decisions that you might need to make to protect your family, for example? Mm-hmm. Number one list, number one on my list at all times is protect your family. And then number two is protect your money. And that's our mission statement, if you will. Right. We want to show people how to do that. So we're going to talk in general about the book and some of the topics in this book, but I also want to relate that uh, to some of my experiences working with seniors in particular. I also want to mention that in the next few weeks coming up, we're going to be talking about senior fraud and senior abuse. We see a lot of it, unfortunately. Yes. And senior of fraud and senior abuse doesn't necessarily mean that there's an outside con artist calling your mother and persuading her to do something that she didn't, she shouldn't. But there are a lot of things out there like that. We're going to mm-hmm. discuss that subject But we're also going to talk about what happens in the family when you have one family member who is abusing a parent. And it doesn't mean they're being physical with them. It means they can be browbeating them, but it means they can also be taking advantage of them and their money. And unfortunately, we are going to talk about that uh, with some of the lawyers in the Lance Law Inc. 
law firm in the next couple of weeks because we've seen over the years too many examples of that happening. So let's talk about some more interesting things as we begin this morning. Uh, Let's talk about Samuel Butler who said, a little knowledge is a dangerous thing, but a want of knowledge is also a dangerous thing. And I see that a lot. I can't tell you how many times people will come in the office and they'll say, well, my next door neighbor told me that I should do this. And I will say to them, is your next door neighbor a financial advisor? Are they a lawyer? Do they have credentials in this area? No, but they they said they had this experience and this is what they learned. And I said, well, who would you rather listen to? Mm -hmm. So a little knowledge is sometimes really a dangerous thing. Good answer. And a lack of knowledge is even worse. So our mission really here on the radio station every week is to talk to you about things that will make you more money-wise and how you can help to protect your family. T.S. Eliot, who is a famous English poet and playwright, a little obscure, I learned about him when I was in school, said, uh, we know too much and are convinced of too little. And it sort of goes along with the last phrase that I just mentioned, which is, Everybody thinks they're an expert on certain subjects when, in fact, very few people are. And then Ralph Waldo Emerson said, famous New England poet, knowledge is the antidote to fear. So if you're afraid of something, if you need to make some financial decisions and decide what to do with your financial affairs, don't be afraid of it, but get some information, get some knowledge. Sure. So those are good topics to begin with. You know, we've had a lot of interesting things happening recently in the news. Um, We've had uh, the Ebola crisis, for example. Uh, We've also had, and and we haven't seen the end of that by any means, I don't believe. No. We also have um, recent radical ups and downs in the stock market. Mm -hmm. And if you have retirement accounts, maybe you've already retired and you've kept your money in a 401k account, for example, or you're about to retire you might want to think twice about whether you want to remain in the stock market. Maybe you want to get more conservative with what you do when you retire. But people need to be concerned. Uh, There are just too many outside influences today impacting what the stock market is doing. And unfortunately, we don't have control over most of them. So I want to jump in and start talking about some core values, which is what we're talking about today. And I would actually like to begin by sharing with you some of the things that we talk about when we do seminar presentations on social security or retirement income planning, for example. And we have a a slide and a description at the end of our presentation that says, this is our promise to you. We will listen to you carefully and we'll give you what you want rather than an opinion based upon what we think you should want. Very, very, very nice. Your goals and your, your needs are the most important thing, and we always will listen to that. Number two, we will always put your best interest first, even if that means referring you to someone else who can serve you better or letting you know that we can't help you. Here's an example. I've met with people just this past week. Uh, two sisters whose aunt just died left them some money in some annuity policies that I had set up for the aunt, and they're both equal beneficiaries. Well, one of the daughters is going to take the money that she's receiving, and it's IRA money. So she doesn't want to take it as a lump sum, which would cause her a lot of taxes. She'll take it out over time. But she's going to take her share and put that into a new deferred indexed annuity product, which will make money for her. 
Uh, the other daughter, who was there with her husband, said, uh, well, I leave that to my husband to make decisions. And he said, well, I have a financial advisor up on the North Shore, and I've been with him for 10 years. And my response to him was very straightforward. If you have somebody you're working with and you're comfortable with them and happy with what they're doing for you, stay with them. It's not my job to try to persuade sure. you to lead, mm-hmm. leave somebody else. So there's a situation when, you know, you have to do the right thing. You right. can't just sit there and say, gee, why don't you come with me and work with me instead? So you have to listen to the client. The, the third thing is that we don't believe in applying sales pressure or making somebody rush to a decision. We will tell you the pros and cons, the benefits, the upside, the downside, uh, the good points, the bad points, and then let you make the decision about what you choose to do. And then the last thing, which is very important in our office, we will always provide you with the very best service possible long after any transactions are completed. I will tell you that probably four or five times a week, I'll have somebody call. I had somebody just stop in a few days ago uh, without an appointment. They happened to be dropped somebody off at the airport. We're coming back through on their way to the Cape, stopped in to see if they could see me for a minute. I ended up spending 15 or 20 minutes to talk to them about some financial questions. What it really boiled down to is that they had taken some distribution money out of their annuity and didn't remember that they had taken out of their contract. And we're able to get the reports, track it down, and show them, yep, on such and such a date, this money went into your checking account. And they said, oh, good, we'll go home and we'll check our checking account records again. But when they left, they said, what do we owe you for the visit? And I said, you don't owe me anything. Now, obviously, if somebody wants to come and sit down and, and, and tax our brains for an hour and talk <laughs> about complicated subjects, we're going to work out a financial arrangement. But sure. we don't charge for that kind of follow-up. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to take a distribution from an account, We'll show them how to do it. We'll help them prepare the paperwork. That's part of the service that you have to provide today for people. And you have to have values in whatever you do, whatever business you're in. Phil, you have values in the radio station. Mm -hmm. You don't go out of your way to try to embarrass anybody ever. And it goes back to the question of respect. You have to encourage people to talk, but you participate and... um, I'm not here to just flatter you today, but you're a very kind man. Thank you. And mostly you're a gentleman. And these are values that you've learned growing up. You know, Albert Einstein once said, try not to become a man of success, but rather a man of value. Wow. I thought that was a terrific statement from Albert Einstein. It really is. So let me talk about some of the Marine Corps core values because these are really very special And I'm going to tell you how they might actually relate to some of the things in your financial life or your business life. Neatness. Uh, His number one uh, topic that he starts talking about in his little book, this is Zell Miller on core values, was neatness. They teach you that from the very first day when you land in boot camp. Uh, First of all, they cut off all your hair. Uh, You have to have your shoes shined in a certain way. You have to have your uniform neat. Because if you don't know where things are and how to find them, and this goes to the area of organization, how neat is your financial life? Uh, I have people come into my office all the time, for example, that will have bags and piles of stuff, and they don't really have a clue. They're not organized. They're not neat. You need to have some record keeping for your financial records. You need to have a budget. But just as they teach you in the Marine Corps that neatness counts, And here's a good example of why neatness counts. 
let's say you haven't been taking care of your rifle and you have to go out into combat and your rifle jams. Well, because you haven't been neat and you haven't been taking care of your gear and your equipment, you're going to create a problem for your whole unit because maybe your rifle is going to jam at a, at a wrong time. Well, the same thing is true in your life. I can't tell you how many people I see who come in and they don't really know what they're worth. They don't know where their assets are fully. They get financial statements. They don't look at them. Um, so think about neatness in financial planning as well as in the military. Punctuality is the second core value in this little wonderful book. Um, you have to be on time. If you have an appointment with somebody else, show up on time because that's a sign of respect right. also. And it sort of goes along with the saying that, you know, do what you say you're going to do. And um, punctuality is, is a really important lesson for everybody. It doesn't mean you're a control freak, but businesses can't run properly if you don't have punctuality. And you can't run your life. Uh, it's frustrating, for example, when you go to a doctor's office today. And what do you do when you go to a doctor's office? Well, you bring a book with you. Or you bring something to work on. Because you know you're going to sit for a while. Because they're never on time. Right. Um, past year, I had two separate appointments with two separate doctors. And literally, I made them first thing in the morning, thinking that they would be more or less on time you know, 9 o'clock or 9.30 appointments. And after an hour and a half of waiting for each of them, I got up and I told the person, I said, I can't wait any longer. I have things to do in my life. And this is really disrespectful. Yeah. And they're not emergency things that they're involved in. It's just that they're booked too high, too, high, sure. too tightly or scheduled too tightly. So punctuality is very, very important. Um, if you're not punctual, what you're telling somebody is that your time is more important than that person's time is. So be punctual, and be punctual in how you keep your records. Uh, persistence is very important, Marine Corps goal. One of the things they teach you in Paris Island, or it's very subtle. You don't realize it until you reach the end, but it's with you for your entire life. Um, you learn the lesson that if you really want to do something, you're going to find a way to do it. You're not, going to give, you're not going to quit. You're not going to give up. You're going to just keep at it and find a solution and find a way to do it. And you have to think the same way about your own financial values and your own financial life as well. For example, you have to think that, well, I don't have enough income coming into my household. What am I going to do? Well, then you need to find some solutions. Is it a part-time job? Is it taking some equity out of your house if you have a house? Uh, with some equity in it, for example? Is it rearranging your finances so that you can create more income? I met with people one evening last week. I had a 5.30 appointment, and I passed along some paperwork from Peter, my son, who runs the Lance Family Agency, and he had done some quotations. They have three vehicles and a homeowner's policy. And he had run some quotations, and I said, this is not really my area. I'm going to pass along this paperwork but according to what they've put together, they should be able to save you about $1,000 a year wow. on just rearranging your policies mm -hmm. for you. So I said, give them a call the next day, and they'll set up an appointment and help you figure that out. They were very excited. So take the time to look to see what you're paying for things. Um, are you paying too much for your car insurance? Check it out. Don't just do something 
casually, be very persistent in looking at your numbers, be very persistent in looking at your budget, look at what you're spending money on, um, be persistent. Persistence is what counts in the end. Um, persistence and attitude, I guess it would add to that. But um, another Marine Corps value that is in this little book called Core Values by Zell Miller is called Pride. Above all, if you see a Marine, for example, in uniform, there's certain things you'll know. Uh, you'll never see a Marine indoors unless it's a color guard ceremony with his hat on, his cover, as they call it, because we're taught you don't wear your cover indoors. And the same token, when you go outdoors, you don't see a Marine in uniform with no hat or no cover on, because you're taught when you go outdoors, you put your cover on, you put your hat on. Mm-hmm. And so that goes to the question of pride. And one of the most important things they teach in Marine Corps boot camp is pride. Pride in your appearance, pride in yourself, pride in the job that you do. And if you're listening today, you need to have pride in the fact that you have done those things appropriate or necessary to help take care of your own family. If you know that you've done a proper estate plan, if you know that you've taken care of rearranging your finances to protect your assets from nursing homes or getting more uh, returns on your assets, then you can have pride in the fact that you've done a good job as a parent, as a role model, and so forth. So pride is a very important value. We're talking about some unusual topics this morning, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about core values and how they will relate to your own family life and your own personal life. I want to remind you, you're listening to USA Wealth Group. Uh, You can reach me at 508-998-8858. And I hope that what comes through this morning is that we really care about how we do our business and we really care about how we treat our clients. And we want to constantly challenge people to think a little differently about how are you going to provide for your family. So we will be right back and continue. Welcome back to an interesting, very interesting version of the Money Wise Radio Show with Ray Lance as we find out more about core values in a fascinating book by Zell Miller, the former governor of Georgia. And uh, core values is a must read now. I'm going to, to get a hold of this. I'll uh, give you this copy when we leave awesome. today. Yeah. And you can read it and return it when you're done. It's a great book. And thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen, every week to Money Wise. We're going to try to do something a little different at the end of the show if I can remember to do this. And I want to leave everybody at the end of the show with a Money Wise Wise tip. Great. So it'll be sort of like the tip of the show for that week. Wonderful. Just something to look forward to. But we like to talk every week about things that will help you protect your family and protect your money. That's our mission. That's our goal. And I will say that we have a lot of fun doing it. We have a lot of energy and enthusiasm in the office. And I personally find it very satisfying when I'm looking at a whole set of numbers and figures and assets and 
somebody's got a problem. You know, we don't just see people who have significant assets. We see people who are struggling to figure out whether they can afford to retire. And we've been able to show many people how they can do that. I bet it's been very interesting for you to have these seminars and meet different people with, you know, different sets of examples of what's going on in their lives. Mm -hmm. We did some seminars just a few weeks ago at the Century House and at White's, and I think we had like 55 people at the uh, Century House and at Cushnet. It was a really uh, big audience. So we've actually just invested in a new speaker system, for example, so that we can Mm -hmm. project to the back of the room. But, no, it's great fun, and we always have time for questions when we do that. And um, the opportunity to interact with the public is is really a lot of fun. And, you know, everybody is different, but everybody has the same concerns in the end. I do want to mention also, and we'll be talking about this in the next couple of weeks, that uh, we're in the middle of October right now, but at the beginning of November... Uh, Attorney Tenny Lance and Attorney Michael Coleman are going to be doing some additional seminars on wills, trusts, and nursing home asset protection. Mm-hmm. And that's going to start on uh, Monday, November 3rd, November 6th, and then again on November 8th. And those are free seminars. And the one on November 3rd is going to be in East Wareham at Lindsay's Restaurant. Oh, yeah. Great place. It is. <laughs> super, super food. They have a yeah. great tradition there. Oh. Love and then uh, on November 6th, which is a Tuesday, both afternoon and evening, they're going to be at the Century House in a Cushnet. Also a great venue. I, I love Manny and his whole family. I go to probably four or five different events. The <laughs> Scottish Rite Masons meet for their annual meeting there every year. And then on Saturday, November 8th, they'll be back at the Lance Law Office mm-hmm. on Fonts Corner Road. So there'll be more about that coming up, and they're sending out notices to people, but Look for the Lance Law, Inc. seminars on wills, trust, and nursing home asset protection starting on Monday, November 3rd and during that week. And if anybody is interested now in getting more information or even making a reservation, uh, call their office. It's 508-998-8800. So that's something to think about and look forward to. It's... It's really very gratifying to be able to give information to people. I've often said that in my next life, I will be a teacher. You are. I like to teach. I like to explain. You, you, you are a great teacher. Thank you. And it's, it's fun. It energizes me. But um, we do have to teach our children, too, don't we? Oh, if we don't do that, we are irresponsible. There's a famous uh, Greek philosopher, Phil, whose name is Democritus, who said... Raising children is an uncertain thing. Success is reached only after a life of battle and worry. Excellent. That's reality. I think everybody would agree with that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Democritus was an interesting philosopher, though. He also said, men should strive to think much and know little. How interesting. Yep. And then the third thing, I was thinking about you when I read this one. No, I I wasn't really. It says... Our sins are more easily remembered than our good deeds. <laughs> well, they are. <laughs> that's true of everybody, isn't it, really? I have a scarlet P over here. <laughs> <laughs> For Phil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some very interesting lessons to be learned by philosophers of every age, and we can only try to become a philosopher. 
So I just want to remind everyone, we're talking this morning about core values. Number one, as it relates to things that you learn when you go through Paris Island and Marine Corps boot camp or perhaps uh, officer training in uh, Quantico, Virginia. Um, I actually was scheduled to go to that program, but then they lost my physical records. So I was annoyed and irritated. What did I do? I, I joined anyway and went to Paris Island. <laughs> now, that's a true story. I was scheduled to go down to Quantico between my first and second years of college. They lost my physical records. And, and so you... <laughs> I needed to get away and I needed a challenge, so I did that. Gung-ho. You know, we've had a lot of ups and downs in the stock market. I want to mention that very quickly. Yes. And um, I want to remind people that uh, at many stages in your life, investing in the stock market can be very useful and beneficial. Uh, it's been very helpful for a lot of people. It's most important for people who have the time to really be a student, because if you don't have the time to be involved, you're just totally at the mercy of whatever is happening in the market. And right now, I've seen some recent projections that economic growth in the U.S. is not likely to be more than 2% for the next three to five years. Um, there's no other stimulus program that's expected um, uh, in the near term. The government continues to pump a lot of money. They call it quantitative easing. They're printing money and pumping it into the economy. And that will eventually at some point trigger inflation, which is going to be a serious concern for anybody who's on fixed income. Sure. You know, we tend to think, well, yeah, everybody knows about inflation. Sure, it costs more to live. But if you look at what it costs to buy a car today compared to what it costs to buy a car 10 years or 20 years ago, 20 years ago, it's probably doubled or tripled. Oh, absolutely, yeah. If you're on a fixed income, uh, you can be in real trouble. So you need to sometimes think about rearranging the assets in a way that will keep pace with inflation. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what we do in our office. Um, the What's happening with the economy in Europe right now is still a disaster. Even as early as two days ago, I read an article in the Wall Street Journal that said, Greece, unfortunately, is still in trouble, as is Spain and Italy. And at least the uh, EU, the European Union, has now pledged that they're not going to let these economies collapse. They're going to have to pump more money. But the bottom line is that there's discussion now that much of Europe is probably headed for a second recession. Now, they really have basically just barely crawled out of the first one. So, and that's you, not good for anybody. No, it's not good for anybody. And basically, you have to ask yourself the question, do you want to invest in European investments? Well, check your mutual funds if you're into mutual funds because some of your mutual funds are invested in European investments. And um, we just don't know what's going to happen. The housing market still hasn't been fully resolved. It's still difficult. There's still a lot of inventory on the market. Uh, prices really haven't come back to where they were before. Mm -hmm. They may not for a long time. It's probably still a good time to buy if you're in the buyer's market, yep. but it's not a great time to sell if yep. you're in the seller's market. Interest rates went down. The good news about the interest rates. So, yeah. Interest rates have gone down again. I mean, it's every other month you hear interest rates are now at an all-time low. Well, that's good if you're going to go out and buy a house right now right. or refinance a loan. But if you've got money sitting in a bank right now, it's not good. <laughs> forget about it. It's just a placeholder. Right. So if you've got money in the bank right now, even most CDs, um, you're probably making a half a percent or in some cases even less 
and the rate of inflation right now is between one and a half and two percent. That means your money in the bank is losing money for you. Right. On that one half percent interest, you're paying taxes, but sure. it's not even keeping pace with inflation. So you're getting further behind. So you need to do some things that are more suitable to help you keep pace with inflation. We can help in that area. We do a lot of work in that area. Let me come back to um, some of the Marine Corps core values in this little book we're talking about and how it relates to your financial life and protecting your family, because it really does. The things that you learn in any military organization, um, things that I learned in the Marine Corps boot camp are things that stick with you all your life. We've talked about neatness, punctuality, persistence, pride, respect. We talked about respect at the beginning of the show, and I paid you the compliment that that's one of the things that's most noticeable about you, Phil, is you treat people with respect, and you have to. Well, you have to think the same way, uh, and pardon the analogy, but you have to think the same way about your family members and how you're treating your finances and your family. First of all, you have to respect yourself. Right. And you have to trust that you're going to either make some proper decisions to protect yourself and protect your assets, or if you can't do it yourself, get some professional advice on how to do it. But respect is very important, and it also goes along with another core value called responsibility. If you don't take the time to do something to make proper decisions, somebody's going to suffer eventually. Occasionally, I'll run into some people who will uh, say that, well, I'm not too concerned about my children, what happens. They'll take care of themselves. I just want to take care of my own self. Most people don't feel like that way. Most people are responsible enough to know that the family is very much a unit. And you want to know that you're responsible not only for yourself, but you're also responsible in so many ways for the lives of others, whether it's a spouse, whether it's your children. So the kinds of appropriate decisions that you make are going to make a big difference. Uh, Do you know of any child, for example, that will ever say to a parent, I really don't need the money, you know, go ahead and spend it? I, I, I see that once in a while. I see that occasionally. But there's hardly anybody that couldn't benefit from having some extra money for retirement or for investing. So take some responsibility, and particularly if you have a family and if you have children, you know, responsibility is really very much what life is all about. And you don't want to discard or shirk your own responsibilities. Um, A lot of people tend to just put things off. That's not a responsible thing to do. It's not a responsible way to protect your family. A lot of people say, yes, I'll get around to it next year. Yep, I enjoyed your seminar. I'm not quite ready yet. Call me in six months. Well, that's not necessarily being responsible because you're putting off a decision. And when you put it off, you're not going to get around to doing something. Another value is achievement. You know, they, um, they teach you some really interesting things in boot camp. You start out and you're made to feel like a pile of dog doo-doo <laughs> on the ground, you know, but it's all with a method and it's all with a purpose. And about halfway through, when you're out there at 4 o'clock in the morning marching, uh, they would wake you up at around 3.30, quarter or 4.00. You typically have 15 minutes to get dressed, go to the bathroom, be outside standing at attention, and it's run, 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 run. And then when you get outside, you would go on a march, and they 
drill instructors would count cadence, and you've heard that before. Sure. And uh, that's great fun. It's still fun to go back and visit and hear the cadence being counted and know that you're not out there doing the marching. <laughs> <laughs> but um, by about halfway through boot camp, they get you started, and they actually stop counting cadence. And all you can hear is click, 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 click. And you're working as a team together, and you're feeling a sense of pride. And it's really an incredible feeling that you feel to know that this whole team of 75 men are out there marching along without anybody even having to count cadence. Hmm. And they can count on each other. And there is a sense of achievement. So you ought to have the same feeling when you're taking care of your family. I've seen it before when I was practicing law in the past. Um, I would see somebody walk out holding their living trust portfolio. They had just done their estate plan, and they were holding it like it's something that was truly valuable, which it was, Mm -hmm. which it is. Yet they felt a sense of pride and a sense of achievement because they had taken that step to get something done to take care of their family. Yep. And you'll have the same sense of uh, responsibility and the same sense of achievement when you do financial planning for yourself because you know that your affairs are now in order in case anything should happen to you. You know that you've done the best thing possible to protect your assets from the nursing home if that's one of your goals. You know that you're going to get a better rate of return without risking principal if you do certain kinds of investment things. So achievement is very important in getting your own affairs in order just as much as it is going through something like Marine Corps boot camp. I want to read something from um, Zell Miller's book. He actually quotes from one of my favorite people also, which is uh, Theodore Roosevelt. And uh, Theodore Roosevelt once said, and he was talking about um, achievement and respect, and he said, the credit belongs to the man and I would add woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. Zell Miller goes on to say, Teddy Roosevelt would have made a great Marine, uh, and he would have been what we call a gung-ho Marine because Mm -hmm. of his energy and enthusiasm. But the thing is, you have to achieve things, and you have to make sure that if you've worked during your lifetime or you're still working, you're taking proper steps to protect your family and to make sure that you're going to be taken care of, yes, so you won't be a burden to them, but you're also going to leave as much as you can behind for your own family to give them a better start in life. I know my children have higher costs to pay for things than I did when I was their age, and that's because of the negative impact of inflation. So we all seek achievement in life. We all seek to do the best we can. We work hard. My mother often had two jobs when I was growing up, and there are many, many families like that. One of the most important things that we learn in the military and we talk about in this little book of core values by Zell Miller is discipline. When you think about Marines, you think about nothing but discipline and it's inbred in you. You have to have a plan. You have to follow orders. 
you have to have a sense of personal discipline to get up in the morning, to get yourself cleaned up, to get yourself dressed. Do you know that to this day, I don't feel right even on a weekend getting up if I don't shave? I just, I don't, it, it doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, you know what? If I don't now shave in the morning. It, uh, same here. You're right. And there's different styles in different ages. I know, well, I'm not going to pick on Peter, but I'll say Peter sometimes will go the whole weekend because weekend is a time to relax and you don't shave. Well, <laughs> I can't do that. It doesn't, it doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't feel right to me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just part of what I learned, perhaps, when yep. you know I was growing up. Yep. But um, you should always think about, are you disciplined enough in your financial life to do the things necessary to take care of your family? Good point. Is your estate plan in order? If it isn't, go see a lawyer and get your estate plan updated. If it's been a while, get it reviewed. If you have changes in your life, don't procrastinate and put it off. Get out and do something about it. Same thing is true with your financial life. Make some plans to do everything you think you could possibly do to improve yourself and to improve your family's finances. And don't just say, yeah, I should do that someday. I'm going to get around to it. Um, Make a plan and then have the discipline to follow through and create your budget and get organized. There's so many ways that you can save money. There's so many ways that you can make money. And there's so many, many ways that you can protect your money. So we're talking about core values, and I'm trying to draw some analogy to how some of this might apply to your personal life and also to um, some of the other things of your, uh, your own family, your own family life. There are some things that I'm not going to talk about that are a little bit more directly related to the core itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, uh, brotherhood. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Marines are a brotherhood. But I want to mention one last thing on the core values, and that's the subject of loyalty. You know, we, we live in a wonderful country. We all think that we're proud to be Americans. We don't always agree with what our government's doing, and this is not meant to be a lecture on politics, but One of the most important core values that the Marine Corps teaches is loyalty. It's the cement that binds the Marines together. It's loyalty to the Corps, loyalty to fellow Marines, loyalty to the traditions of the Marine Corps, and obviously, most importantly, loyalty to the American nation. Uh, They have a word for it. It's called esprit de corps. Absolutely. You know, it's the pride in the Corps. Yes. But what I want to suggest to everybody listening is, You need to have and practice loyalty in your own family. What's more important to you than those people who are around you? So take the necessary steps to do something that would be uh, important in solving and and serving the loyalty issue in your family. Get prepared. Get some things done. Fabulous. I want to remind people very quickly before we close today that uh, Lance Law Inc. is doing some seminars at the beginning of November in Lindsay's Restaurant, Century House, and at the Lancelot office. And those are going to be on Monday, November 3rd, November 6th, and November 8th. If you have interest, the topic is Wills Trust and Nursing Home Asset Protection. Give them a call at 508-998-8800, and they'll be happy to make a reservation. So as we conclude today, this is a little bit of an unusual topic, but I just want to simply convey the message today in particular. I've been 
rereading this book once again, Core Values by Zell Miller, former governor of Georgia. And I'm going to leave it with you, Phil. Thank you so much. This morning. And I want to remind people that the things that we learn in life, sometimes we forget, but we need to come back to them. We need to think about what are your core values, what's important to you, and what will you do about it to protect your family and to protect your money and to protect your assets. I want to conclude this morning by leaving you a money-wise, wise tip, and that is a subject that we've mentioned before, pay yourself first and keep a budget. Put aside some money every week for your retirement, for your Christmas club, but do it regularly and steadily. Pay yourself first and then make the rest of your budget work around that, and you'll be much better off as a result. So thank you for listening. We're going to be talking about some more traditional topics such as uh, senior fraud and elder fraud in the next coming weeks. And uh, stay tuned, and thank you so much for listening. What a delight to be with you. Thank you for a fabulous show. Each and every week, ladies and gentlemen, all of us look forward to listening into the Money Wise Radio Show, brought to you by our friends at USA Wealth Group. Until next Sunday at the same time, on behalf of Ray Lance and everyone at USA Wealth Group and Lance Law, Inc., so long. <laughs> 